Welcome to the Healthy Core Podcast, where we will be discussing how to transform our lives by doing the deep inner work to heal our wounds at their core. Hi everyone, I'm Nisha, and this is Nikki. We have our special guest, Evie Evie Storm. Eve Storm. Eve Evie Storm. (laughs) And today is New Year's Eve of 2021. We have been very introspective. Normally, we like to think about our year and sort of set some intentions and goals for the next year. Next year will be the first year of my 30s, and Nikki is now 31, so we thought, let's reflect on what we've learned in our 20s. What do you wish you knew wish I in your 20s? I think that one thing that I figured out that I don't know is that I hadn't, I wasn't in tune with myself at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the last two years, I've really discovered what my strengths are, what I need on and when I need time alone, <clears throat> when I need to reach out to someone in my circle, when I need to seek my own wise counsel and all of that stuff in my 20s, like I just had no idea. I was completely leaning on my own understanding and you should I, I knew nothing. And what helped you learn? some of those things? Um, you. You and just a lot of just life experiences. I feel like in my 20s, like in my early 20s, I kind of was, I was very confident, but almost arrogant. And over time in my 20s, I think life just like humbled me and kept humbling me to the point where I would like get the lesson. Cause like Oprah says, it like comes like first in a whisper and you hear that maybe you shouldn't be doing something or that maybe you're not in the right place or something's just not right, but you kind of just shoo it away and you don't listen. And so I did a lot of that in my twenties. And over time, the lessons just kept getting harder and they kept getting more um, louder. Mm. It was like, get it, get it, get it. And each time that I wouldn't get it, it was like, it was almost like a snowball effect into like a disaster where it would just be like a bomb Mm. and then I would be forced to get it. Um, And so, with life humbling me over and over and over again, I kind of figured out the lessons and started just like asking the questions and kind of looking at the people around me who I felt like were at peace and were just on a journey that I wanted to be on. And it was just all of those things wrapped into one where I just felt like I was I was learning, but I wasn't getting it. And I don't feel like I got it at all in my 20s. Hmm. Like, at all. I think it came in my 30s. 
I'm on the same page as you. I think like the 20s is kind of just like chaos and confusion and just so many hard lessons that I'm actually quite glad that that chapter is behind because I think one of the things that really emerged from the 20s is for both of us is learning boundaries. Mm -hmm. I don't think we really had any idea of our likes and dislikes and all that kind of stuff. And then once we learned those things, now we have no problem just saying like what our boundaries are. And it's really a message of self-love. And I think when you get older, like I think it's all about being in tune with yourself. Like at this Point, like I'm able to identify why I'm feeling a certain kind of way mm. and I'm able to just be my own wise counsel and I yes. think that is like it's, it's very empowering where I did not feel empowered in my 20s I felt like a lost bird a lot um, and I felt very dependent on others to like seek out their opinions and yeah I just feel like each year we just learn more about ourselves and I feel like if you don't know really like if you're not in tune with yourself and like what you really need then it's, it's very difficult. It sounds like you've rediscovered your inner child. Yeah I really and I didn't know anything about this in my 20s like yeah I had no idea that like your parents have a play in everything yeah I didn't know that like your parents parents have a play in yeah like all of discovering all of this in like the last two years I feel like I've just like grown decades in just a couple of years yeah I definitely think like inner child work is so helpful because we just wander through our 20s and we don't realize how much our childhood has really affected us and then we sort of like wake up one day in our 20s and we're like our life doesn't really fit who we know we are mm -hmm. and then we can get back to that learning and unlearning it's really an unlearning process to forget all of those things bad conditionings that we've picked up and just getting back to our true self and like you said when you were younger you felt like so much more confident I think it's because you were in touch with your inner child yeah. and then through a series of events just accumulated over your lifetime you know it chips away a little bit at your inner child slash spirit they're the same thing and then now it sounds like you're rediscovering it yeah exactly and I think that I was leaning on like what society thought I mm. should do and like maybe what my mom thought I should do and just like not really following my inner guidance and like um, I think that if we take the time to stop and listen, like we actually are always being guided and it's actually really easy. Like, yeah, it's supposed to be really easy. And I think that's another thing in my twenties that I did is I made everything really hard by just leaning on my own understanding, like I said, or just listening to what people said or what, <clears throat> or what society said. And that's just, it's, it's you have to really like be into it. How do you make your decisions now compared to when you were in your 20s? That's a really good question. I take a lot of time now. I do not rush to make a decision, even the smallest decision. Yeah. Like, 
taking, even if it's days, even if it's a text message and I don't know how to respond to a certain situation and it's, you know, maybe another person is waiting for me and I'm like the person, the dependent person on a decision or whatever, I still take the time to do what's really best for me because in the end, like, if you're impulsive or you make decisions based on other people, blah, 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 you end up feeling this feeling of, like, resentment or guilt or just not true to yourself. And so it really all ties back to being true to yourself and doing what's best for you and taking care of yourself and your inner child. Yes. And nurturing yourself because at the end of the day, like everyone around you, if they're supposed to be in your life, um, if they really love you, like they will be you and be be there with you Mm -hmm. and they will always respect your decisions, whether you need to take time to make a decision or, um, you know, whatever it is, I feel like just taking the time to really think things through. Yeah, I would definitely agree. I think now I know what it takes to make a good decision and it's a lot of silence and I think we're both empaths so for me I realize that just being around people period sometimes I'll start to absorb their thoughts and their energies so now I feel like I know myself enough to know when I'm making decisions based off of what I think versus what other people Mm -hmm. think. And these are all things that, I mean, when you're in your 20s, it's just like, there's no way to know. It's so much looking outward and there's just almost no looking inward. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't even know that was an option. Everything is kind of just prescribed and you just sort of like go off of what society says or parents or friends. And now I'm kind of just like, sort of just taking the power back and just like now I know like all the validation comes from within Mm -hmm. like I know if my decisions are good even if it's not the commonly accepted decision would you have done anything different in your 20s if you knew then what you know now (laughs) (laughs) I would trust myself more and I would show myself more grace and I wouldn't try to it sometimes I feel like I would like abuse myself by trying to be perfect and like trying to be perfect is like it's just unrealistic yeah. and so harmful to yourself and um, people pleasing I wouldn't I would really take care of myself first because that's how I can be better a better person for everyone yeah. else. So yeah. I, there's so much I would do differently. Like yeah. maybe, maybe in undergrad, like I would have like went away and just had the courage to go instead of being like, you know, I want to stay here with my friends and like, you know, just really thinking about. I was I played it very safe in some situations um, and wanted to stay comfortable, which is I think fair because you know a lot of people when they become disconnected from their inner child they don't really know their likes and dislikes and their wants and needs and so it's hard to really like take risk because Mm -hmm. it's like you don't really you're not in touch with that part of you that really is like clear cut like this is what I want so yeah I mean I I think everything definitely happens for a reason because I think 
weird now very wide. Yeah. <laughs> it's like now I just feel like I'm just so glad I already went through those lessons and they're in the rear view mirror because we never have to do it again. Yeah. And I think just to leave my 20s, I just know it was everything that I don't want. So I never have to like yeah. go through those experiences again. Yeah. Everything in my 30s and beyond is going to be about everything that I do want. And I think, I'm not sure, but I really think a big part of the midlife crisis is that people finally realize they're not living the life they want, mm -hmm. which is kind of like, it's it's called a midlife crisis, but it's really an inner child crisis yeah. where people are like, okay, when I was a kid, I loved motorcycles and like, you know, I never did that thing that I wanted. And so they start making all of these decisions that society would call wacky um and so yeah I feel like we've done that though we've done it <laughs> and we can leave it behind and feel like both of us have passed our life lessons I agree um yeah I feel like a lot of, I feel like people don't know our story and we can talk about it on another, <laughs> another talk, topic. but um, <laughs> I think when they look at us they there's a lot of assumptions, so it'll be really interesting to do another talk about our story. Everything. Yeah, because yeah, there was a lot of inner child woundedness and re a ton of reparenting. And of course, that process is ongoing, but it's not easy. And I just think like inner child work is the single most helpful thing because once you do it, everything happens quick. It's not like 20 years of therapy. It's mm -hmm. like, oh, okay, like that's the missing link. I read in my karma book um, that once your life starts to feel calmer, it's because you've like passed your main lessons mm -hmm. and it feels much more calm now because I feel like just growing up it was like turbulent, turbulent, turbulent. Every year was just a huge shift and life change and yeah. now it's kind of like, whew, exhale. I feel like we're in we're also yes. surrendered at the same time. That's beautiful. Should we leave it um, with our words of the year? Yes, that's a good idea. Um, you can go, you can go. Okay, uh, my word of the year is remember, and it's really just me trying to remember my true self and who, who God wants me to be and like the woman that I'm supposed to be and just really remembering my true self and being my most authentic self. I love that. And my word is freedom because I'm turning 30 and I feel like I'm shedding all of the layers of just pain or fear or any of that. And I'm just trying to be much more free in my mind and my heart and just staying committed to living with an open heart. So that is my word of the year. And we should do this again at the end of next year. Oh my God, And yes. then do a recap and see how that actually turned yeah. out. <laughs> but with that being said, thank you all for tuning in. And have happy, a happy new year! year.